Hello, this is Deepak Jasani from HGC Securities talking to you on 23rd of July 2022 at about 5 in the evening with another edition of TGIF, a weekly audio podcast summarizing the happenings of the past week and trying to forecast the direction in the coming week. Indian equity benchmarks ended the week with strong gains. Positive global queues and a reversal in foreign fund selling in the Indian market boosted sentiments. Fear of aggressive rate hikes by both the US Fed and RBI seems to be moderating, which is giving investors some room to lap up stocks of companies with good fundamentals. Nifty settled above the 16,700 mark. Nifty ended the week 4.2% higher and Sensex added 4.3%. Key indices locked gains in all five trading sessions of the week. In the broader markets, BSE mid-cap rose 3.5% while BSE small-cap gained 3.9%. Market breadth was in favor of bulls with three shares advancing for every two losing shares. Average cash turnover on the NSE was up by 12% compared to the previous week. Besides pharma, all sector indices ended in the Green, led by IT, which was up 5.9%, Bankex up 5.8%, Metals up 5.6%, Capital Goods up 5%, and Realty up 4.7%. Among Nifty 100 stocks, Indusind Bank surged 15.6% on strong profit growth. Vedanta rose at 13.4% after the company announced a hefty second interim dividend. LNT Infotech added 13.3%, Bank of Baroda was up 11.6%, and Ultratech Cement gained 11.2% on better than expected results. On the downside, Gland Pharma, Gland Pharma shed 7.5% as it was plagued by various troubles in the June quarter. Zydus Life was down 5.6%, Dr. Reddy's declined 3.8%, ICICI General Insurance weakened 3.1% and Indus Towers ended 2.6% in the red. As for provisional figures, FIS were net buys of Rs. 4,037 crores in the equity markets over the week and DIS were net buys of Rs. 940 crores. U.S. stocks closed the day lower on Friday as they limped across the finish line. However, we are still about to, about, able to post a sharp weekly advance. Q2 earnings season has kicked into higher gear and markets rallied this week, despite some mixed results. So far, of 104 S&P 500 companies that have reported, 56% have topped revenue forecast and approximately 72% have bested profit projections, as per data compiled by Bloomberg. A pullback in the US dollar this week along with treasury bond yields and crude oil prices staying below dollar hundred a barrel likely helped foster the gains for equity markets. Markets were sharply higher for the week as Dow Jones added 2%, S&P 500 rose 2.6% and Nasdaq Composite gained 3.3%. US crude oil prices were down for the third straight week after the EU said it would allow Russian state-owned companies to ship oil to third countries under an adjustment of sanctions agreed by member states this week. U.S. crude prices fell 2.5% for the week to $95.1 a barrel. Gold bulls clinched their first weekly win in, since early June as the yellow metals losing streak came to an end after five weeks in the red. As U.S. dollar retreated from record highs and investors weighed renewed concerns over economic growth amid tightening monetary policy. Gold futures gained 1.1% for the week to $1725.3 an ounce. Indian 10-year GSEC yield fell 2 basis points to 7.41%. Indian rupee depreciated by 3 paisa to close at 79.91 per USD after falling below 80 levels during the week. 10-year US Treasury yield fell 12.7 basis points on Friday to 2.781%, its lowest yield since May 27. Other economic data include India. Uh, domestic air passenger traffic in India fell to 1.05 crores in June marking a fall of 12.5% compared to the preceding month. Government has eliminated a levy on gasoline exports and cut windfall taxes on other fuels less than three weeks after they were imposed. According to RBI's report, India's forex reserve declined by $8 billion to a 15-month low of $580.2 billion in the week ended 8th of July 2022. 
Indian economy is expected to expand 7% in the fiscal FY23, slower than the previous estimate of 7.4% and central bank's 7.2% projection according to a survey by FICI. In the U.S., existing home sales dropped uh, 5.4% to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 5.12 million in June, a new low since June of 2020. Sales declined for a fifth consecutive month as falling housing affordability continues to take a toll on potential home buyers. S&P Global U.S. Services PMI fell to 47 in July, a 26-month low from 52.7 in June, signaling the sharpest fall in output since May 2020. The Manufacturing flash PMI slid to 52.3 from 52.7 in June. This was the weakest level in two years. U.S. PM, PMI Composite Output Index, which tracks activity across services and manufacturing sectors, fell to 47.5, indicating contracting economic output. That's also the index's lowest level in more than two years. Investors are now focused on next week's earning reports for, for some of the biggest tech names of Wall Street uh, report including Microsoft, Meta, Apple, and Amazon, along with Boeing, McDonald's, and Caterpillar. The annual inflation rate in the UK increased 9.4% in June, which was the highest since 1982. Compared to the previous month, consumer prices were up 0.8%, above 0.7% in May. Factory gate prices in, of goods produced by the UK manufacturers rose 16.5% year on year in June accelerating from an upwardly revised 15.8% in May. On a monthly basis, output producer prices were up 1.4%, the least in four months. Seasonally adjusted S&P Global CIPS UK manufacturing PMI dropped to 52.2 in July versus 52.8 in June. Meanwhile, preliminary UK services business activity index for July arrived at 53.3 when compared to June's final course of 54.3. Annual inflation rate in euro area was confirmed at a record high of 8.6% in June compared to 8.1% in May and 1.9% earlier. Compared to the previous month, consumer prices increased 0.8%. ECB raised its three key interest rates by 50 basis points during its July 2022 meeting, the first increase since 2011, ending eight years of negative rates in an attempt to release the inflationary pressures. The main refinancing rate is now at 0.5%, the marginal lending facility at 0.75% and deposit facility 1 at 0.00%. Economic activity in Eurozone unexpectedly contracted in July due to worsening industrial slowdown and a near stalling of growth in services sector. S&P Global Eurozone manufacturing PMI fell to 49.4 in July from 52 in June. The block services PMI dropped sharply to 50.6 in July versus 53 in June. Bank of Japan maintained its key short-term interest rate at minus 0.1% and that for 10-year bond yields around 0% during its July meeting, but cut its 2022 GDP growth forecast to 2.4% from 2.9% made in April, citing a slowdown in overseas economies and persistent supply chain issues due to prolonged war in Ukraine. Japan's manufacturing activity grew at the slowest pace in 10 months in July as output and new orders contracted. People's Bank of China held steady its key rates for corporate and household loans at July fixing. The one-year pr prime loan rate was left unchanged at 3.7%, while the five-year rate was maintained at 4.45%. Q1 results uh, from key companies in the coming week include on 25th of July, Axis Bank, Canada Bank, Lexus Pharma, Lakshmi Machine Works, Supreme Industries, Tata Steel, and Tech Mahindra. On 26th of July, Asian Paints, Bajaj Auto, Larson & Tobro, Tata Power, United Spirits. On 27th of July, Bajaj Finance, Colgate, 
कोरोमंडल इंटरनेशनल मारुति सुजुकी टाटा मोटर्स ऑन ट्वेंटी ऑफ जुलाई डॉक्टर रेडीज लैब एस लाइफ श्री सीमेंट श्रीराम ट्रांसपोर्ट टीवीएस मोटर ऑन ट्वेंटी ऑफ जुलाई अशोक लेलैंड सिप्ला एच डी सन फार्मा ऑन थर्टी ऑफ जुलाई बैंक ऑफ बड़ोड़ा इवेंट्स इन दी कमिंग वीक इंक्लूड ऑन ट्वेंटी ऑफ जुलाई यूएस कंज्यूमर कॉन्फिडेंस On 27th of July, U.S. Durable Goods Order Trade Balance Pending Home Sales and U.S. Fed Monetary Policy. On 28th of July, Eurozone Economic Sentiment, Consumer Confidence, Germany's CPI and U.S. Q2 GDP Growth. On 29th of July, India's Infrastructure Output and Eurozone's Q2 GDP Growth and CPI Numbers. On 31st of July, China's Official Manufacturing Non-Manufacturing PMI Number. A lot of negative seems to be getting resolved at least temporarily. These include commodity prices, U.S. dollar strength reversal, bond yields in U.S. correcting, estimates of rate hikes moderating, etc. And global recession fears are now receding. However, USD INR trend and Indian corporate profitability remain key monetables in India. On a weekly basis, Nifty rose 4.18 percent, the largest rise in five months. Though the short-term trend remains up, Nifty could find it difficult to record gains after six days of rise. 16,794 could be the next resistance in the near term, while 16,588 to 16,627 could provide support. Upward reach of 16,794 could lead the Nifty to 16,889 to 16,958 band. Thank you. That's all for this audio podcast. Have a great trading and investment week ahead.